Nedarim daf ayin het. The last thing we were discussing was languages that the husband tells his wife in order to annul a vow. And Rabbi Yohanan mentioned that a husband has a right only to annul a vow from here on out, and the rabbi has a right to annul a vow all the way from the beginning, meaning retroactively. And if each of them said the uh, said the wrong language, then it does not count. And that's why the Torah says zeha devar that everyone has to have their exact language. And with that, we're starting ayin het amud aleph. Last word on the first line. Tanya idach. We have another brayta. Zeha davar. The pasuk says zeha davar. Baal mefer ve'en hacham mefer. The husband annuls from here on out, and not the rabbi. Why? Sheachol. I could have thought uma baal she'en matir mefer. I would have said the husband. He doesn't allow the the neder from the beginning. Rather, he only annuls it from here on out. Hacham shematir rodin shemefer. I would have said the hacham who allows it from here on out. All the all the more so if he said it in the language of hafara, and here on out, of course it should work. Tamud lomar zehadavar. That's why we need zehadavar. Baal mefer ve'en hacham mefer. That the husband annuls and not the rabbi. Meaning he could only use that language and not the rabbi. The rabbi could say only be matir. The the husband could only be mefer. Next, Neemar Khan, it says over here by Parshani Darim Zehadavar. Neemar Dehalan, and it says in Sefer Vayikra, Zehadavar Bishhote Chutz. It also says that one is not, it says Zehadavar in regarding to the prohibition, the Isur of Shekhling Korban outside the, the Beit Migdash area. So, Ma Bishhote Chutz, the same way by that Isur, Aharon Ubana Vichol Israel, it's one of those Isurim that. It, it's it's all encompassing. It's for everyone: Israel, Aharon, his children, the entire nation. No one's allowed to give a korban outside the Beit Hamikdash area. Af parashan nedarim, same thing. Aharon ubanav v'chol Israel. Hatan darim anyone could do. Doesn't make a difference if you're a kohen, Levi, Israel. Everyone could do it, and it's it, it's an all encompassing mitzvah for everyone. Uma kan rashi hamatot, and the same way by nedarim. It's it's part of it's a part part parashat matot. I mean, the heads of Bnei Israel. Aflahalan, same thing. When it comes to shechutehut, I mean, not checking outside. It also has to do with Rashi matot, the heads of Bnei Israel. So the parashat nedarim lemaichetah. Why do I need Rashi matot for nedarim? So Amar of Habar Yaakov lachshir shelashad yotot. It's coming to it's coming to be mehadesh that any any three rabbis could work as long as they have some sort of idea. In Hatan Darim to ask the right question, any three rabbis could do it. But like says, yeah, but Veha Rashi Hamatot Ketiv didn't say Rashi Hamatot has to be heads of of of, of the Shvatim has to be Tamid Hachamim. It can't just be three simple people. So Amar of Hasdavit Amar of Yohanan is coming to tell me that Beyachid Mumche. If you have one rabbi who is a, an expert in Hatarat Nedarim. That's good enough, and the and the Gizra Shava is to tell me that three rabbis are okay, even if they're not experts. So now, Rashi Amatot Bishchutei Chutz Lemal Cheta. Why do I need Rashi Amatot? Tell me about the heads of uh, each shevet by not giving a korban outside. Why do I need that for? So Amar of Sheshat Lomar Sheyesh Ela Behekdesh. It's coming to teach me 
that you could do a hatarat nedarim, uh, you could annul a hekdesh. If someone said this korban is going to be kodesh, I'm going to give it as a korban, you could annul it and it's going to, it goes back to being hulin. Okay, so the Bet Shammai, Amar En She'ela Behekdesh. Okay, so what about according to Bet Shammai? They hold a person cannot annul something once it becomes Kodesh. Then Rashi HaMatot, when you have Exal Shavah, the heads of Shevatim, Dekhtiv Bishchutei Chutz, Lemal Chetah. So why do I need it to buy not giving Korban outside? And the Gemara simply answers, Bet Shammai let lehu Gezal Shavah. Bet Shammai didn't learn that Gezal Shavah. That means they don't have that tradition to learn that Gezal Shavah, that specific one, from their rabbis. So now the Gemara asks, Zehadavar beparashat nedarim lemaiketiv. So when it says Zehadavar by the parashat nedarim, what's that coming to teach me? So Lomar, Hacham Matir, Ve'en Baal Matir. It's coming to tell me that Hacham annuls from, uh, from the beginning retroactively and not the husband. And it also to teach me that Baal Mefer in Hacham Mefer, that the husband annuls from here on out and not the rabbi. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, Zadavar So then why does it say Zadavar by not giving Korban outside of the Beit Migdash area? So the Gemara explains, Lomar hayav and hayav A person is hayav karet for shechting an animal outside of the azara, but he's not hayav karet if he's molek where he presses his thumbnail into the back of a bird's neck. On if you do it outside the Beit Hamikdash area, you're not hayav. Okay, so the Beit Shammai lachshir hediotot menalan. So where does Beit Shammai learn? That three regular rabbis, not experts, they're okay for hatar nedarim. So Gemara explains nafkalehu midirav asi banatan. They learned it from Rav Asi banatan dichtiv. It says by the parasha of the holidays by the Ber Moshe et Moade Hashem el Bene Israel. Moshe spoke the holidays of of Hashem to Bene Israel. Vehatanya and or Vetanya better. We have a Braithat says Omer Mu'adenim who only talks about Hashem's holidays. Shabbat Bereshit. I mean, it doesn't mention anything about uh, regular Shabbat. Ben Omer it talks about the holidays. Parashat Nedarim, but didn't mention anything about the Parasha of Vows. Banatan had a problem with uh, trying to understand this Braitha. He came to Nahada in front of Rav Sheshat, and Rav Sheshat in Nahada. So he followed Rav Sheshat to Mahoza. So Rav Asibanatan asked a question to Rav Sheshat. Rabbi Yossi says it doesn't mention Shabbat there. But it does mention Shabbat over there. Vitu also. It doesn't mention anything about vows. It's right there, meaning the parasha of Pinhas ends off talking about all the holidays and then the Shabbat. And then, then it mentions the, the, the parasha of vows, meaning it's one's right next to the other, Pinhas and Matot. So they are right there. So what's Rabbi see and what's Ben Azai talking about in that Braita? So Amalei Rav Sheshat explained to him, Hachi Katane, this is what it really says. What Rabbi Yossi was trying to say is that, Mo'adei Hashem Tzarechin Kedush Betin. 
the holidays of Hashem, meaning the regular holidays, they need Betin to say it's Rosh Chodesh, so we know uh, 14 days later is going to be Erev Pesach. We know t- t- Rosh Chodesh is today, so we know uh, 10 days from now is going to be Yom Kippur, for example. However, Shabbat Bereshit, regular Shabbat, Betin doesn't have to announce that it's going to be Shabbat. We know every seventh day is going to be Shabbat. And same thing with Ben Azai is that the holidays need an expert betin. They have to know exactly the ins and outs of the entire calendar and everything. However, the regular annulling of vows doesn't need experts. Rather, even if it's just regular betin. But the Gemara asks, But in the, in the parasha of annulling vows, it says, That means it has to be uh, experts. So, No, that's Be'ahid Mumchid. All you need is one expert. You don't need a team of experts. And over here, there's a fascinating Garan explaining what exactly is a Mumchid. That the, the Ramban it means someone who actually has the real semicha. On the other hand, the Rambam holds that any rabbi who is considered very, very high, even though he doesn't have the semicha, that's good enough for hatarat nedarim. And it's very kedai to look at Taran and see how he explains the, the, the Gemara according to the Ramban and according to the Rambam. Very kedai to look at it. Next. If a person's wife vows and he's right now showing her that he's being quiet in his heart of hearts, he's annulling this vow, but he wants to teach her a lesson. So what does he do? He just stays quiet. Then he never lost his right to annul that vow. Even from now till 10 days from now, he could annul that vow without a problem. He never lost his right, it's just he was teaching her a lesson. So Mativ Rabba, Rabba has a question on Rabbi Hanina. Look, we learned in the Braita uh, in regards to uh, an annulment of an Aram or It says, When do we say that if the husband or the future husband passes away, the, the ability to annul goes back, everything goes back to the father? That's if the husband, the future husband, did not hear about the vow before he died. Or he heard and stayed quiet. Or he heard and annulled his vow. And he died that day. Meaning he never really upkept it. But if he heard it and he upkept it. Or he heard it and was quiet. That day, umet bayom shelacharav, and he was, and he passed away the next day. Any acholafir at that point, the father cannot annul anymore because the husband's part was already upkept. Now, my love, aren't we talking about beshotek almenat lemekat? Aren't we talking about a case where the husband was quiet, uh, so this way he could upkeep the vow? Meaning, the Braita just said it as is, it didn't give an explanation. Meaning, no matter what the situation is, if he was quiet and, and the day passed, that's it. It, it, it stands. The Gemara says, Lo, maybe not. Maybe, Beshotek al Menat le Kayem. Maybe he was at the, the reason it stands is because he was quiet and because he wanted to upkeep it. The Gemara says, Ihachi, if we're talking about a situation where he was quiet so he could upkeep it, 
Hainu That's the first part where it says he heard it and he upkept it. Meaning we already said that, so then why do you have to repeat again? Obviously, we're talking about a situation where he upkept it without uh, without any intention, and we're saying that it stands. Ela right? We're talking about a situation where he was quiet; it didn't uh, didn't uh, tell us what he was thinking. And if the day passed, the vow stands, and the father cannot annul anymore. The Gemara says, "Yeah, but Mativ Rav Hasda, Rav Hasda has a question on Rabbi Hanina. We learned in the Brayta." There is a stringency by upkeeping a vow than annulling it, and there's a stringency by annulling it that it, we don't have by upkeeping it. Meaning, the stringency we have when upkeeping a vow is when you're quiet, the vow stands. And when you're quiet, it does not annul. Same idea, kiem belibo, if he upkept it in his heart, kiem, it stands. Hefer belibo, but if he annulled it in his heart, enomufar, it does not stand. And the idea is, if if someone is quiet, it's it, the same thing as him, uh, him, uh, his, him upkeeping this vow. It's all he has to do, just stay quiet and the vow stands. And by, by the way, annulling in his heart is not called annulled unless he actually tells her... Uh, Pick up and eat it. Talive like we learned on Ayin Zayin. But either way, one more din. Kiyem, if he upkept it, any affair. He cannot annul it that day. However, hefer, if he annulled it, any kayem. He could not uh, upkeep it. Now, Rav Hasda wants to wants to be medayek. It says katanet says shashetika mekayemet. It says when you're quiet, it stands. It sounds like no matter what, my love, Bishotek al Minat we talking about a situation where he was quiet, so uh, unconditioned because he wants to teach her a lesson, and we but and we learned that uh, keeping quiet makes that vow stand. The Gemara pushes back. Lo, no, we're talking about Bishotek al Minat We're talking about a situation over there where he was quiet, so he can upkeep that vow. Says, yeah, but isn't that the same thing as if a person upkept in his heart it stands? No, so Lekma explains, Ela, what are we talking about? We're talking about a situation where he was quiet without explaining why. He, not to upkeep it, not to bother her, not to teach her a lesson. And the Braita says that if he stays quiet the rest of the day, it stands. But maybe if he was quiet to specifically bother her to teach her a lesson, maybe that's not considered being quiet. And maybe it could annul even after a couple of days, and we'll continue this piece tomorrow, even though we don't have an answer yet. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.